this is the boldest final ever, people. So me and Breton decided for episode 85 to do the boldest giveaway ever. So we're going to give out three hoodies to the best comments here on the YouTube comment section of FC Wonder Kid, people. This final was the boldest. And how are you doing, Breton? I, uh, I'm like Angel Di Maria over here. I'm going through an emotional <laughs> roller coaster. I don't know if you saw him on the bench uh, after he was taken out in like the 65th minute, but that man went through some things uh, in terms of watching his team almost give it away. But I, I think I have to expand this. Not only was that the best World Cup final um, mm -hmm. that I've ever seen, that was likely, uh, you know, the best collection uh, of World Cup results, the best collection of world cup action um from a footballing perspective that i have ever seen and i don't even think it's debatable mm -hmm. what about you the best final <laughs> ever a hundred percent the world cup in terms of moments japan saudi arabia beating argentina that i agree with you it was a big factor for this world cup win this final showed everything together messi mbappe martinez enzo all these players had unbelievable bold moments and i have to yeah. say we are so lucky to love this beautiful game reportedly four billion people four billion saw this game the me yeah. messi's greatness it has to be said in terms of world cup he was the best player in this world cup in my opinion yeah. messi yeah. did what he had to do for argentina to win this game and i want to give a shout out to enzo dictating that midfield and emiliano martinez the clutchness mm. of this man with otamendi too big credit to yeah. him four billion people watching Brenton. like in well, the states you guys must be seeing like Wow, football is the greatest sport ever. <laughs> uh, I made my child cry today. I screamed so loud at the uh, at the television. So um, if if that's me doing that, um, I, I can only imagine what the bars, what the fan zones, what the what the rest of the world was watching. Because I I don't know if anyone's done the math here, but four billion people. That's half the world tuning into this. That is half the world tuning in. The two teams playing the game, playing one of the, not one of the, the best World Cup final uh, on record. And I just have to say it before mm -hmm. we move on. I know we'll talk a little bit about France as we get deeper into this. But um, if Leo Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo have been having a, you know, WhatsApp chat for years about, you know, going back and forth about who's who's the GOAT. Um, I think there's a Kylian Mbappe with the dot, dot, dot getting ready to text there because he's getting ready to enter the chat um, when it comes to greatest of all time. To put, I, I, don't, I don't think people can comprehend what type of like mental acuity you have to be, you have to have to not only put two penalties in regulation or two penalties in regulation and extra time away mm -hmm. and then to step up a third time against the bet one of the best shot savers on the planet True. and do it a third time and not only that to execute that beautiful volley off of that wonderful marcus Taram, uh what was it a cushioned mm -hmm. cushioned pass in the 18 well, uh, the game that killing mbappe put in uh before we get to what leo messi did the game that Kylian Mbappe put in is bar none entering him into that GOAT chat because this man is 23 years old. He is only the second person ever, ever to score in back-to-back -back World Cup finals. 
okay? And, and, and it's unbelievable And the second, and, and the second hmm. to score a hat-trick in a final of the World Cup. Oh, my gosh. That is oh unbelievable, too. Like, Mbappe, and this is, this is surprising, too. Going with what yes. you said, and I agree, Mbappe has entered the GOAT conversation because he is 23, and we will see him peak, peak, two more World Cups. Two more World mm. Cups. So this is mm. Matt, and he's the player with the most goals scored in World Cup finals. The most, yep. with yep. four goals scored, Mbappe. So Florentino Perez, <laughs> get this done. Vini, Hendrik, Mbappe, Chuameni. It's ineffable. Uh. Ineffable. Mbappe, I, 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 I. This, it, this is, I was, I, I just didn't know what to say watching it. Like, I, I'm goosebumps. Shocking. I had goosebumps, man. And and here's here's the crazy thing. Uh, here's your daily reminder, I guess, or your World Cup reminder that Lionel Messi and Kylian Mbappe play for the same team. Mm. They play for the same <laughs> club team. And it's like you, you kind of want to ask yourself, why isn't PSG just kind of waltzing its way to the Champions League final? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. You, we can talk about Kylian Mbappe as entering the GOAT chat. We can talk about Leo Messi being the GOAT. But when it comes down to it, Leo Messi was not winning this World Cup without the help of, you already mentioned him, Enzo Fernandez, without the help of Alexis McAllister, who, by the way, was the unsung hero of that final up until he was taken out, uh, <laughs> without the help of Angel Di Maria, yes. uh, who put in 65 minutes of a shift. We know he wasn't fit. And to be honest, I thought that the game turned Mm -hmm. When Angel Di Maria was subbed off, mm -hmm. their offense was their best defense. It was pinning France back. It was not allowing France to really get numbers forward. And when that happened, Leo Messi got, to be honest, a little bit careless to get the negatives out of the way. <laughs> he was in that, what was it, the 70-something minute or the 65th minute. It took 90 seconds for them mm -hmm. to turn for France and Kylian Mbappe to turn the game on their head. And I, I just got to give a shout-out to Didier Deschamps mm -hmm. for having – the brass ones <laughs> to take Olivier Giroud and Ousmane Dembele out mm -hmm. and replace them with Randall Colo Mulani, literally the last guy on the French roster. Facts. And Marcus <laughs> Taram, the son of Lillian Taram, a 1998 France, uh, World Cup France winner, their first one ever. And those guys had a ridiculous uh, impact up. on this game and really allowed Kylian Mbappe to, to shine because they opened things up. They gave him the clear-cut chances that he needed. And all of this, it just made me think, like, yeah. I have never my, – my wife is a big Messi fan, okay? Uh, all the way back from Tiki Taka days, I've never seen my wife start crying and stop crying multiple times in, in 120 minutes of football as much as I, I did. So it really, like, that the household <laughs> here, you know, just – it's a little microcosm of the world. But I, my household here, football lovers and non-football lovers alike – we're glued to that television watching two guys go hard. And it, it just, it, it was unbelievable, man. And it was unbelievable. You mentioned Di Maria. And I'm going to say Di yeah. Maria has been the partner in crime with Messi since two, 2005. They won the yep. under-20 World Cup together. Di Maria scored in Finalissima. Di Maria scored in Copa America. And now Di Maria scores in the World Cup final that makes Messi win the World Cup with Argentina, the third time ever in the Argentinian yep. history. Di Maria is the most underrated player next to Thomas Muller in the history of football of this generation, in my opinion. It's oh, unanimous man. right now. And Di Maria, 
okay, needs a statue wherever he's from in Argentina, <laughs> man. Okay, he is one of the greatest. I'm gonna say it and not repeat. I just saw going back to Mbappe too. Mbappe yeah. at 23 is the youngest player to have double digits goals in the World yeah. Cup too. In the World Cup too, and there's yeah. no value right now for this player. I really don't know how much <laughs> is. <laughs> enough for him to leave I, so i don't know either i don't know either. <laughs> incomprehensible. It's, it's, it's it is incomprehensible because literally it all was 65 or uh, 75 minutes of football because in the first 45 minutes he had 11 touches Fox. Kylian mbappe had 11 touches and then he erling holland hollanded mm-hmm. he erling hollanded everybody you know it was just <laughs> like when he got his chance he put it away and that like that just baffles me to think like, here we are talking about how Erling Holland could wind up being, you know, one of the goats at some point, right? Mm-hmm. But he may never get a chance to step on the field in the FIFA World Cup. Fucks. And Kylian Mbappe has already scored double-digit goals. He's 23 years old. He's he's put countless uh, times, put the French national team on his back in just the last few months, last mm-hmm. few years. And and here we are, just, it, it was almost like a passing of the torch. But I, I do have to say... As in, if you're a neutral in any way, shape, or form, or, or even if you're not an Argentina fan or you're not a Messi fan, you have to feel for this man. Mm-hmm. This man has gone through the ringer, not just in his own mind, mm-hmm. not just not just at Barcelona and the, and the drama that happened there near the end, coming off of one of the most successful decades in Barcelona history, if not the most successful the decade most. in Barcelona history. <laughs> And and always, always in the back of his mind, it was, I need to get this done for Argentina. And it got so bad. It got so bad how his countrymen at times, at times were treating him, telling them that, you know, he, he wasn't he wasn't trying. He couldn't get it done. There's no way you could compare him against the Maradona. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people don't remember this. This was only five, six years ago. True. Right. And now he returns. And within the, the span of what, two years, he delivers a Copa America, he delivers a finalissima, and he delivers a World Cup final to Argentina. Messi. This man is the GOAT. <laughs> Messi is the GOAT. <laughs> Definitely inspiring the nation of football to become yes. better players, man. Unbelievable moment. And Mbappe, look, Mbappe scoring yeah. two goals in two minutes. Mm-hmm. That was clearly, okay, one of the clutchest moments in the history of That's sports. Cool. Of sports, four billion people watching, and it's absolutely yeah. mad that Mbappe had pictures on his wall of Christian Ronaldo one day imagining <laughs> he could equal that greatness. And that moment definitely, definitely equaled the greatness, man. And that's why yeah. Mbappe is now entering the GOAT chat in terms of debates. So it all depends yeah. on how many Champions Leagues he's gonna get, how many international goals he's gonna get. Mbappe yeah. now is put on the spotlight i have to say yeah. just that and you said like 73 minutes it, frost didn't even do a shot one no. shot no shot no. they didn't risk mm. it and true many too look nervous at times okay true many didn't have the greatest of games griezmann didn't have the greatest of games players that were clutch until the final and mbappe showed up big time in this final yeah. and no question marks now on this kid and people were putting saying he didn't score in the semi-final now what <laughs> now yeah. what? it's like what can you hate more it's i just don't get it but argentina yeah. otamendi enzo McAllister, uh, di maria uh even Dybal at the end he was he had some effect 
like Molina, Julian Alvarez, okay, being yeah. very, very involved. I got to say this too. This Argentinian squad deserves to win the World Cup. I do think, though, well, that there was a lot mm -hmm. of questionable decisions of the referee. Sure. I'm going to say this. This, inter this World Cup was very strange with referee decisions. Okay, I'm going to say that. But Argentina, one of the greatest moments we've seen in football history, like Argentina went bold in this final. So. And with that said, though, with that said, and I understand that because, you know, refereeing is re refereeing is always a hot topic. And, and I don't think I don't think uh, unanimously there's anyone that ends the World Cup and goes, well, that refereeing was great. I mean, but, you always want to blame somebody other than the squad home. and fine. But you people but listen, home. you but listen, the, the, the Polish guy, the, 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 the gentleman from Poland that ran the show here. And I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his name. Um, I thought he did a wonderful job in this final. OK. And, and any of us, any of us that thought, I, I don't know why I thought that this might be potentially, it's one of those things where you like are so excited for this Mbappe Messi showdown that it winds up being kind of a dud of a World Cup final. Why did we ever think that? Because I, does anyone remember the round of 16 matchup in 2018? Fuck. Another ridiculously bonkers game. We, we had the Ben the Ben Pavard uh, golasso. You had Mbappe scoring two goals. You had Messi scoring. You had uh, it was a four three win when all was said and done. We had to have assumed that this one was going to deliver. But the fact of the matter was, it not only did delivered, it exceeded in terms of the amount of what the heck is going on moments. Mm -hmm. Or to uh, quote French, c'est fou. It was insane. It was crazy. Everything was insane about that whole thing. Um, and I just, uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, I could go through it. It's just insane because. Argentina becomes the first since the 2010 Spanish national team becomes the first team to lose their first group stage game against Saudi Arabia. A, a, a wonderful memory of this World Cup, a historic win of Saudi Arabia against Argentina, which forced Lionel Scaloni to make the changes he needed to make. And then they rode Enzo Fernandez. They rode Alexis McAllister. They rode Lissandra Martinez. They rode... Um, Alvarez, uh, all the way to that final. And in the end, I agree with you. Lautaro Martinez putting him in mm -hmm. was actually one of the biggest difference makers um, in that extra time. And they should have been able to kind of get that get that done, right? They should have been able to get it done and close it out, and they <laughs> weren't able to do it. But uh, when it came down to it, it's amazing that statistics went out here. Mm -hmm. Because the whole narrative was, if it gets the penalties, who's the better shot stopper? Emiliano Martinez. Absolutely. Right. I mean, even Hugo Lloris has come out and said, I'm not very good at penalties. Okay, I don't know if he said it as direct as that, but when it came down to it, Emiliano Martinez literally was like a kid in a candy shop, uh, stoning penalties, getting in the heads of guys like Shuamani, who let's be honest, like France rode a, not their best squad. Mm. They rode their depth to a world, a second consecutive world cup final. I mean, they've made it, to the finals in what four of the last six or seven world cups that's they the could beauty. have won that's the beauty of this they amazing could have won. and th this is amazing. bold too like messi became the first player ever to score in mm. every knockout stage game in the yeah. world cup okay that again shows the clutchness of him i know a lot were pens but some pens aren't easy with the pressure yeah. you have and in this game guaranteed it wasn't easy Lionel messi is once again i'll say it considered the best player in this World Cup.
in terms of clutchness and in terms of what he had to do. And I'm going to give a yeah. big credit to Messi playing the way he did. Okay, I'm going to give big credit to Lionel Scaloni, okay? Big companies okay. like Google say to want the workers to be happy. Scaloni made everything around Messi to be happy. The positive environment in that locker room was because of Scaloni picking the right players at the right time. And he did the changes after that Saudi Arabia game, I agree. Alvarez and Enzo yeah. being the biggest ones. Five months ago at River, and now World Cup winners man unbelievable story and so I, cool. I, I i and another fact yeah it's the factor of environment and the substitutions scaloni yeah. showed that he is one of the best world cup managers in the history of this game because winning finalissima winning copa america and now the world mm -hmm. cup he was the manager the right manager to go in this ride with Lionel messi and big credit yeah. Needs to be said. Look how Fernand Sanch leaves with Cristiano Ronaldo. Not the same. Not the same. Seeing Scaloni do this, it's it's in yeah. the shams too with Mbappe. Like them too, yeah. they got that relationship. And Benzema, a lot of reports say that he left the French squad because he wants Zidane yeah. to be the French uh, manager. And Mbappe, I think he backs the shams. And look, it looks good, man. The shams, uh, they're playing very well. And Kamavinga is yeah. going to be better. Chuameni is going to be better. Konate should have played this game. Look at the game of Morocco. He should be instead of Upamecano. But Upamecano is still young too. They're going to be better. Dembele, not the best World Cup. Hopefully he'll be better next World Cup. And Mbappe will definitely be much, much better. So only positives for France in the next Absolutely. 12 years of football. So Absolutely. I, 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 I think based on all of the players that were out mm -hmm. everybody that was out if you if you and tell me if i'm wrong i'd love to know if i'm wrong in the comments here i mean if you're a french fan if you're a les bleu fan mm -hmm. coming into this world cup if somebody said to you you're going to make it to the world cup final you're going to have every chance to win it um you know so i think they would have taken it because guys like you know randall colo muani and marcus Turam were kind of afterthoughts heading into this tournament true you lost in Konku, you lost pogba you lost literally almost every every guy that got you there in 2018 not in Konku, but we know pogba we know conte right those are two massive massive pieces and they've been injured for some time so it was kind of expected but when it comes down to it it was a true test of french depth and my god did the french depth deliver my God, did they deliver. Kamavinga, Shuamani, Fofana. I mean, these are guys that you could build multiple cycles around. Mm -hmm. Multiple World Cup cycles around. Um, and and Upamakano, yeah, did he have the greatest first half? No. But did he make a couple ridiculous last-ditch saves? You know, where he got that toe to the ball? Um, yeah. that, that saved them from getting a third? That's fine. But, you know, when it comes down to it, I, I, I'm more, more impressed because, obviously, the outcome will the, the how the sausage was made will not necessarily be remembered the only thing that matters is argentina is going on that world cup trophy right True. but when it comes down to it my goodness for about 70 minutes it looked like argentina had had put france down mm -hmm. and that this game was going to be finished off without a whimper Fuck. and then Something happened. Something <laughs> happened, and I'm going to pinpoint the Di, the Di Maria, the, yeah, the Di Maria substitution. Kingsley Coman coming on. Um, I'm going to say that that substitution switched momentum for some reason, 
And before we know it, within 90 seconds, this is a game again. And Argentina, Scaloni got a lot right, but Argentina did a lot wrong. They didn't learn from their mistakes against the Netherlands. They didn't learn from the multiple times they pissed, you know, good results away and good, um, you know, first forays into the account. And it's just a quick quick reminder that this game is 90 minutes long and it does not change. It does not take that long to change a game on a dime. And when you have Kylian Mbappe, it takes a lot less than it would for other teams to do that. Because if Woot Veghorst can do it to you Mm -hmm. in a couple minutes... Kylian Mbappe only needs the 90 seconds it took him to do so. So That's... unbelievable. <laughs> and, I mean, they, they still got growth. But Argentina yeah. did learn with pens. They they beat the Netherlands yeah. and they beat now Absolutely. the French man. And this too, like Lionel Messi, what a beautiful yeah. way to have uh, as a memory for Diego Maradona. Okay, we're two years rest in peace, Maradona, and two years after Lionel Messi wins the World Cup, the way yeah. he does too. Like being the best player in the tournament too. Like, and the yeah. last time Argentina won the World Cup was in 1986 with himself, Diego Maradona. So third time in the history of Argentina too to do that. And now Messi is definitely, definitely like going bold. I can't. It's very hard. Uh, man. <laughs> the, I know it's hard for you. I know it's. But listen. Oh my uh, days! In terms thing. of football ability, man, Messi is yeah, he's clear now. It's very hard. Kriz has to do something now, like that. Yeah. And what motivation, man, for Ronald watching Mbappe, True. like his what that was. Christian was his idol, and Messi, his biggest rival, to do this that in the biggest stage of football. I'm sure Christian think- Ronald of every of everyone is the most motivated person on earth right now. On earth, yeah. I'm yeah. not. I'm not joking. On earth, I really feel that. I really feel I'm, 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 I hear you. Do you think that Cristiano Ronaldo uh, stood up and clapped? Or do you think he wept a, wept a tear uh, um, I think he when, got frustrated. when all was said and done? I think frustrated? he got frustrated. Okay. I really think. Because mm-hmm. I really think right now Messi is going to win the eighth Ballon d'Or. Messi is yeah, going to win the right. eighth Ballon d'Or. Even if, if PSG do a bad Champions League, that I don't reckon is going to be the case. They got Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi there. So I think it's going to be very hard for Ronaldo this year. Especially uh, losing his son, all this, all these problems, like new yeah. ma- like for Portugal, we we're in a rebuild, and seeing Argentina yeah. so solid as they are, like Messi's leaving the world's biggest stage and dropping the mic, so he yeah. I, he ne- he needs to keep on singing, he needs to keep on having the mic because if history's yeah. gonna end on his on his on on in his favor, he needs to go bolder because right now yeah. Messi's ahead, so well, that's what I really Two, two lighter noted um, kind of po- popular culture things here. Mm. Uh, Leo Messi made Drake a whole lot richer. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, means nothing, uh, but Drake, but Drake put a million. Minutes? I think it was 90 minutes. Though. Oh, was it in 90 minutes? So, I don't so, know. He, so he lost it all? So it, he lost it, it all? Well, okay. put it in the comment section because if he's the winner, <laughs> I agree with that. But if it's 90 minutes, man. And I just wanted yeah. to say two breaths in this. Like, it's crazy that Messi wasn't even nominated for the top 30 of the Ballon d'Or this year in October. Yeah. That is criminal. And now he's going to win the eighth. And that just, yeah. so sh- just shows how ridiculous the voting are. We should have <laughs> votes for that, Bretton. Come on. Yeah. You in the States, me in Portugal. I don't know who has the votes here, but I'm going after them th- because I wouldn't put, I definitely wouldn't leave Messi out of the top 30, man. Criminal. Oh, no. I don't know how well, it's done, I mean- but criminal. 
Jeez. Clearly my top three, I mean, most people would probably think my top three would be Christian Pulisic, Gio Reyna, <laughs> Tyler. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, that's all France football. But who's that, your top three right now Ballon for the Ballon d'Or? Well, it's got to go Messi, Mbappe. Holland. Yeah, Holland as it stands. I'll I mean, uh, how too. many? I agree. Holland, Holland, if he wants any chance, uh, he's not going to overtake Messi. But if he wants any chance to potentially overtake Messi, he's going to have to score literally I don't know, 20 goals in the Champions League, uh, you know, uh, knockout round and, 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 and win it all. And win and, the Prem. And win, and win the Prem. Yeah. I, ah. And I believe that can be the... I, this is something like just me mentioning City first. I think George Cook Vardiol is going to Man City. And with when yeah. Pep Guardiola gets that contract extension, that means proper business is coming. Three mo- 300 million spent. And Holland's been yeah. working nonstop this winter. I believe Holland like Christian Ronald is one of the most motivated athletes to go bold the second half of this season. So I really reckon Man City are going to win the Prem because come on, how many goals is Holland going to score? Just wanted to say uh, that. Because yeah, I don't know. And they're going to spend. Yeah, but, if, but, but come on, if, uh, if the Liverpool gets Enzo or um, Liverpool uh, goes for Bellingham or I don't know. I mean, they, they could turn this on its head some. Uh, well, not Liverpool this year. Not so Liverpool this yeah, exactly, season. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's, it's only been a month and I've already forgotten what the Premier League table looks like. That's, that's <laughs> Maybe pretty, Newcastle. That's pretty bad. Maybe, Maybe Newcastle. Newcastle. They never know. Newcastle, like yep. that's going to be, that's a fixture there away, I think. 26th, Newcastle, yeah. Arsenal. So I don't yeah. know if it's 26, but it's it's this month. So it's br- they're gonna it's play coming. Brighton and Newcastle Arsenal. Tough matches. Oh. Tough matches. Well, Just what it. Well, come on. S- speaking of Brighton. Speaking of Brighton. Ah, yes. Like what is what is Enzo McCallister or what is Enzo? What is uh <laughs> what does Alexis McAllister do? He goes back to Brighton and like Graham Potter calls him up and says, "Here's 150 million Todd Bowley bucks. I <laughs> no, want no, you no, to no. come on over to us." Like oh, he's, go- he's going. I know. I know. He's going back to Brighton, and I don't mean this with any disrespect, but he's going back to Brighton to to serve balls to Danny Welbeck, and uh mm. you know he's in there with uh 30. Three-year-old, thirty-four-year-old Solly March, who are great serviceable players, but it's pretty damn clear that Alexis McAllister is a top-tier player Fucks. and one that needs to make a big, big, high-profile move. move. And I'm he's gonna he, move. He's gonna. I just don't. I mean, Brighton, as it stands, Brighton just keeps getting fleeced by Chelsea when it comes to staff leaving. Graham Potter, uh, who's the most recent one? David Datra Fofana, the nineteen-year-old. Uh, and- I, Ivorian striker that's going there instead of Brighton, which was their big transfer thing. So uh, and, hopefully Alexis McAllister stays the rest of the season for them. But like that and, man. And I can say uh, this, man. Look what's next. Shush. McAllister's leaving in January, I reckon. And Moises mm. Caicedo. <laughs> Even yeah. him that had a bold World Cup for Ecuador. Let's not forget that. Chelsea yeah. are definitely interested in getting him. When N'Golo Kante... His form is dropping. So McAllister, yeah, maybe McAllister too. Or Caicedo. I predict one yeah. of them is definitely going to Chelsea. Definitely. And I've seen reports already. That Why am I saying George Cook Vardial to Man City? Because I really believe there's a possibility of Caicedo to Chelsea yeah. and Henkepi too going to Chelsea. Left-footed center back that went both for Ecuador. And he's like 20 years old still or 21. Very young. 21, yeah. Very young. Yeah. What a player. So I just uh, wanted to put that out too. But yeah, man, what a World Cup. What a World Cup. What a World Cup. I, I think we need to do a lot. Once we have a little time to digest it all, we need to do a live this week where we kind of recap our favorite moments, favorite memories um, of this World Cup because there were so many, so many. And 
And, and I, I, I want to ask you yeah. this: Who's the best best player? We were both unanimously saying Lionel Messi. Me Top goal scorer, Messi. it's Mbappe. It's you can't debate that. And who Ooh. for you is the best midfielder of the World Cup? Oh, oh my gosh, best midfielder. I I don't I I, 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 I don't know who's yours. You got to give me uh, give sure me some because I've got three or four. Sure, sure many, yeah. I'm I gonna give credit. I, I, Not in the final, but until then, he went very bold. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Amrabat. Yeah. Amrabat, I think, can be in the discussion, obviously, too, for best midfielder. Can be. I think he should be. Absolutely. <laughs> that was one of the first that came to my head. Um, I, I honestly believe that after this, you you, you probably have. I don't know how you choose. Yeah, Enzo or, Enzo or McAllister. I, I know. Nah, Enzo. Um, <laughs> Enzo better. Uh, dude, McAllister. McAllister delivered the uh, the assist. Enzo Fernandez um, is more crucial, in my opinion. McAllister almost scored again. I mean, McAllister was everywhere in that final. I thought he was absolutely vital um, to that that final. And I I do have to throw out there before I forget to. Mm. Um, what a what a day for um, for Leo Messi's bodyguard, DePaul. <laughs> De DePaul gave everything he absolutely could. Was he Copa America final? Rodrigo DePaul? No, mm. no, he was not. But but did he put everything he he had to out there? Yeah, I think so. Did he did everything he do everything he could? Um, I mean, he was the one crying more tears of joy at the end of that match um, when that whistle went off, uh, hugging Leo Messi as if it meant more to him that Leo won it than it meant that he won it. You know, I it's think true. I got my words mixed up there. But uh, you you got to give him some some clout there because he started the tournament looking very iffy looking not good at all and he grew into the tournament and he played some pretty vital roles in that midfield and i just think that Argent argentine midfield was phenomenal uh in those knockout rounds i think if you could give best midfield to that argentine midfield i'd give it to, to them all collectively <laughs> i know you oh, want to give it to enzo he's man. great as is the uh, best of them man and like McAllister will leave Brighton hmm. for like what 40 million in the prem Enzo's gonna yeah, leave Befica for like 80 80 Good. Enzo, yeah. like, and in terms of midfielders, I got here best best midfielders, young midfielders to show: Jude Bellingham, Gavi, mm -hmm. Moises Caicedo, Mohamed Kudus, mm -hmm. like Enzo Fernandez, Una. uh, Una, Unahi, Unahi, Unahi yeah. the big revelation of this World Cup, breakout player, breakout player for FC Wonder Kid. So oh, it's yeah. it's it's a World Cup to remember, even in terms of yeah. new talents, man. So give us your thoughts on the World Cup final, people. What do you, yes. what did we miss to talk about the final that we didn't say? Because man, this was crazy. But I want to mention yeah. Southgate. I don't want to forget Southgate and mm. all this. You were right. Yeah. Southgate is gonna remain the manager of England two more years until 2024, a hundred percent. So let's see how the Euros go for Harry Kane on this one. No rugby, yeah. no rugby penalties. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, no, but but I think uh, now the next one you got to wrestle. Uh, it seems as if, mm. I mean, getting with that squad, getting Deschamps, getting France to the final, um, there is a shout to potentially see Deschamps continue. But I think he's done, right? And I don't know. No. Maybe it's already been announced that I, he's decided. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But I, I, it's it doesn't feel like the French to like hold on, you know, for too long. I don't know with, though. I don't know though. Yeah. It's it's a it, tough one, but Zidane is definitely the option that we're it's just yeah. Shams or Zidane. So you reckon France should get, go for Zidane now? I I so I'm gonna make an overgeneralization here and say that I feel like it's it's as good of good of a time as any 
to do it because I feel like it's unlike the French or at least unlike the French Federation um, to really be like, yeah, yeah, we'll just keep Deschamps, you know, Um, not because I I feel like Deschamps, I mean, at times, you know, early on in those Nations League games when they were losing twice to to Denmark. um, But when it comes down to it, big tournaments, World Cup. It's Mbappe's decision. I think it all goes back to what does Mbappe want? Does Mbappe want Deschamps or Zidane? I think he doesn't mind both, but if it's working, why change it? Yeah. You know, so I'm going to back. Yeah. If Southgate stays for England, Deschamps should definitely stay but, for France when Kante is off, Pogba's off, uh, Nkunku's yeah, off. Through, like so many at people. At least through off. the Euros. Yeah. I'm with you, at least through the Euros. But it's been, now been, you know, like the Euros, they with a much stronger squad. Uh, French got bounced by Switzerland, right? And uh, now now we're losing in the final of the, the World Cup, which is just bonkers bonkers because do you do you remember like at the beginning you and i were wrestling with the fact like france has a easy group but they're facing denmark and there's a couple ifs here like could france continue the curse and ultimately they wind up kind of proving us all wrong when it comes down to it so but there's big question marks for they have a lot of depth this french national team Mm -hmm. um but their two best strikers their two best strikers are who True, Benzema, 30, 35 and yeah, 35 and 34, 35 and I don't know. Benzema's Matisse still though. Matisse still's coming. Yeah. I just want that clip out. I, yeah. I just want that clip out. Okay. I don't 17 know. I mean, Colo, Colo, Colo Muani made a statement for me. I think uh, Marcus Taram has a shot. Um, I don't know, dude, but like there mm-hmm. is change coming for this French national team. Yeah, um, France, this really academies just keep like crazy, man. I think I think ninety five percent of the players in the French team they're from French yeah. academies. So it's like it's or ninety five percent of the players born in France in this yeah. World Cup come from French academies. That's the right stat. More than ninety five. So it just shows if you're born in France. You stay and you improve there because that's the best decision you can do. You can do. And Claude Fontaine, Mbappe, Thierry, I'm sure more and more talents are going to come through. And yeah. Ethan Mbappe didn't got accept to Claude Fontaine, but he's already played for PSG's first team. So I just want to say we're going to see Ethan Mbappe playing with Kylian Mbappe in the near future too for PSG. We'll see. And we'll now see. We, I, I, we definitely going to see that, Bretton. There's a ce- I mean, maybe, maybe for the clip, but uh, I think there's a little bit of a ceiling on Ethan. I don't know if, you know, I've watched a little bit of him play. He's so young. Um, <laughs> but he is so young. He is so young. And he got his first time, right? He got his first time in a friendly for PSG. Basically. Exactly. So, so that's, that's good like, on him. That's like Mbappe is clearly justifying him why he stayed at PSG yeah. because he grows up with his brother. He gets more money than any other football player in the world. And he can conditioning wise, he can have these moments in the world cup and be considered one of the greatest players in the history of football and next to his brother. Cause family's important. Family's yeah. important. And the celebration yeah. of his brother after he scored the third goal, he amazing. was so bold, man. And I love the camera. Like this world cup in terms of camera views, they did yeah. their research and they went bold. FIFA, I gotta say, man, great decision with the camera views, man. I oh yeah, that, uh, some of them. Luka Modric uh, getting hugged by his dad. Um, oh. I mean, if if you're a father, right, you know you know what that's like. And and here he is hugging his 35, what, 37 year old Modric, 37 year old son, as if he was a five year old, mm-hmm. right, kissing him all over the face, just so so proud 
of of what Luca uh, has accomplished and what he accomplished in that moment, not getting Croatia, mm. um, getting Croatia third, what, third place. My God, that four four million people in this country, and in 1998 they finished third. In 2018 they finished second, and in 2022 they finished third again. And while none of those are World Cup wins, to do that. You have to have this ridiculous togetherness, this ridiculous understanding of of how you play for the national team. You have Thanks. to have a good coach. I don't know where Zlatko Dalic is going to go after this or if he's ever going to leave the Croatian national team because he's Professor Emeritus there for as long as he wants to be, in my opinion. Uh, but there are a lot of national teams that will be going through some transition periods. True. And I think if you're looking at a guy like Luka Modric, um, you could see maybe a little bit of uh, Luka Modric in a Luka Susic. I think he'll right? be a coach. You, I think Modric yeah. will be a coach in yeah. the future. And you say Luka Susic, Guardiola, yeah. <laughs> is still young, and uh, you yes. got Rocco Simic, pa. He's yep. going to be at striker yep. one day. I believe in that kid too. So Croatian yep. national team in terms of youth, and Lavakovic is still he's still like in his mid twenties too. So, Twenty-seven, yeah. And Kovacic yeah. till mid mid twenties too. So it's like. They really have a good future. Really they good. Do. Have a good they future. do. And even like, I know he didn't get much time, but Sutalo behind them at center uh, back. Like he, he's very good. Juranovic, who's a little bit older. He had a great, great tournament. Probably will move uh, on from Celtic. Orsic. Um, so, yeah. Orsic, I goal. love. I, I am a goal. big fan of Mislav Orsic. Yeah, I wanted him, and I understand why, um, but I really wanted him to get more time in those group stages and in that knockout round. And it was great to see him get his time in that, uh, in that third place final. But I'm talking about like Luka Modric because there will be, it sounds like he's probably going to go at least through the nation's league fixtures with Croatia mm -hmm. and then decide what he wants to do. But there's a transition that's coming and yet you can't replace Modric, but, but you can, you know, build a unit around him. And I think the same thing obviously has to happen mm -hmm. uh, for Leo with Leo Messi, because I, I don't think Leo Messi is going to pull a Tom Brady here mm -hmm. and be like, Oh, by the way, not retiring. Uh, we're going to keep going. If Messi, I think Messi is going to find a new life in the United States of America. Woo, uh, you I really think, he, think he's, he's going to the MLS? Yeah, I do think he's going to the MLS. I think he's going to be a ridiculous ambassador to the game leading up to the 2026 World Cup. And then I also think if, if Argentina was smart, after if PSG. AFA was smart, after PSG, okay. if AFA was smart, they would find a way to make this man front and center um, like the the guy that that makes sure that they can churn out uh, as many Messies as possible in the future, or if not as many Messies, as many Di Marias as possible in the oh. future. Because if you look, if you look, if you go and you search U21s um, or U20s or U19s, um, you know, mm. there's a lot of talent out there, but there's nobody that you look at and you say, my, my goodness, aside from maybe Garnacho or Zeballos or Sule or, you know, the Danes. There's nobody, nobody that goes, oh my goodness, uh, Argentina is going to be amazing for years and years and years, at least on the attacking front. On the midfield front, I think they're going to be just fine. I think they're going to be just fine for years and years to come because McAllister, Enzo, I mean, these 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 guys aren't going anywhere. And Julian Alvarez, obviously, I, phenomenal, phenomenal performance I, in this tournament. So Argentina has a transition period moving forward. I, they do. I'm going to be on the do. other side of the fence here because, like, I think Messi... I understand. I think Messi will definitely go to the MLS eventually, but I just yeah. hope he stays one more season in in in, in Europe to win okay. to see him more in the Champions League. And I hope it's at Barca. 
You know, I, I was really, gonna say you I still really, you still really want him back in Barca. I really yeah. I want one year of Lionel Messi with Xavi, and then he goes to the Inter Miami and becomes part owner and a billionaire in the meantime. Yeah, and like before he's forty, Cristiano Ronaldo. So, uh, Lionel Messi before both before they're forty they're gonna be billionaires and Mbappe before yeah. he's thirty, before he's thirty he's gonna be a billionaire. Okay, a hundred percent, and that just shows the power of football, like with yeah. the best sport, the biggest sport ever in the history of humanity. That has to be said. Yeah. So yeah, like even players have stopped because they wanted to play a football match in peace, man. That happened in World the history of the game. Exactly. World, World War One. World War One. I, I I know that story. It's like, I think there's even a movie that's okay uh, about it. But uh, no, listen, it, it, it's it's probably the only fully global game. Mm-hmm. And uh, if there's one thing having this in Qatar, and we can talk politics, we can talk, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Um, while while the way it was done was not exactly above board, mm-hmm. um, there is one thing to making sure that this this uh, this game sees all all parts of the planet mm-hmm. um, equally in some respects, and um, I, I just can't wait for twenty twenty six. I I think we're losing one of the largest ambassadors of the game when it comes to wanting somebody wanting to watch in terms of Messi, and we're losing another one in Ronaldo if mm-hmm. if he decides. Obviously, never to or not not to go forward with 2026 World Cup, which seems really weird to think about right now. But it's only three and a half years away. Um, but when it comes at when it comes down to it, while we can argue about how globalized the sport is, about how uh, I know a lot of people out there want to argue how corrupt the sport might be and things like that. Um, this is obviously the most connected this sport has ever been on this planet, mm-hmm. right? And the most connected people have ever been to this sport, and that in and of itself, you know, warms my heart. I know. I know that if I travel on this on this planet mm-hmm. to pretty much any far-reaching city, I know that I could probably find somebody there that wants to debate Messi versus Ronaldo, <laughs> that wants to debate uh, Man United versus Man City, that wants to debate um, you know the history of football. Um, and I know that even if I don't speak the language of the place I'm going to, I I, I speak the language of football. Um, and, Thanks. and that makes me, that makes me happy to no end. And I can't wait for it to come to my backyard to invite <laughs> all y'all into my backyard and, and show you how we can do it here. Um, but my goodness, that was a fun tournament, dude. And, and I think we, it's, that was unbelievable. And I, I love how you said like the backyard, man, it's true. It's in the backyard mm-hmm. of every home, a football mm-hmm. ball, man. I absolutely love that. And president Infantino has even revealed that, uh, in 2025, we're going to have another another tournament that's uh the club the club the world cup with uh with 16 groups of three teams this is going to be interesting but i don't know how players are going to play another another tournament of football for more views for more games and for more more money that's true it's true but like yeah nobody watches the world cup of clubs man like the club world cup it's they and it's it gives a, a, bo- a, a they're trying to do a bigger tournament than the Champions League, but we all know that the Champions League's the the boldest. Yeah. And it's going to change format too. Oh my days, that's going to be risky. It, it is. It is. You know, and I'm okay. I, I guess I'm okay with around the 32, you know, mm. tournament that kind of repla- replaces the Confederations Cup. There's a good chance that like, and I know that's national teams. It replaces it with club teams, and uh, but. There's a good chance that'll be held and it'll be kind of the uh, li- the litmus test or the, the, the test before the big test um, of the United States. My guess is it'll wind up 2025 being in the United States. 
Um, it's just, yeah, th- at some point you have to look at the wear and tear on these footballers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 60 to 70 games, not even counting in some cases, international fixtures uh, for these players. Uh, you could make the argument that that's just way too much. And then I know there's the other side of the coin where people say, do you see how much these, these players are paid? Like they should play 60, 70, 80, whatever. Do you see the, you know, bigger rosters? I I think if there's one thing that's going to come out of this world cup, I'm pretty certain we're never going back to a 23 person roster for the world cup. Right. Um, I think the subs might stay. I think instead of back to three subs, we get the five subs uh, for the rest of time. Um, but and I, because I just, of ref, yeah. I think we should mic the refs too. I hope this yeah. World Cup uh, opened eyes to we need to improve ref yep. ref ability and ref levels because in yep. terms of football ability, that was one of the best World Cups we've ever seen, and in terms of refereeing, it just didn't match. So I would love to have mics on the ref, and just like in rugby, I think they show what the what or American football do they show too. Uh, no, not as much as people would like. No, so no, there's definitely I hope not. Football yeah. Does. <laughs> I hope yeah. Football does. Yeah. I, I mean, American football, there is, there's more explanation on the field. Mm. Absolutely. Than you would ever get in a football match, uh, you know, a soccer match. Um, so yes, having a discourse around mm-hmm. why the decision was made or what rule was cited, wouldn't that be helpful for everybody to learn the game? But exactly. obviously the, 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 the flip side of that coin is going to wind up being, then everybody becomes the ref. Um, and we're already all the ref anyway. So what yeah. what would we all have to crow about if it wasn't referee? Um, <laughs> we would just see the, the logic be- behind the decisions. Yes, we would yeah. say, ah, he was wrong there. But at least like we saw like how he thought. So we can just point out. It's, it's, yeah. I think transparency is key, you know? Transparency so, is key. I, so, I agree. Uh, and what are your final shouts here in the, the pod, man? Because we were in the World Cup so much. But I, a lot happened in the world of football. Like, that's for Fofana? No? Yes. Uh, yes. My dream, yes. I want to play at Chelsea. Didier Drogba, idol, for sure. Ivory Coast yep. striker. That's for Fofana. Goes bold and signs for Chelsea. Todd Boyle. Well, I like that call. <laughs> yeah, of course. And they're fleecing Brighton once again in the process. But, <laughs> hey, for... For 10 million euros, yes, I would go get this guy. Uh, Dacho Fofana, not only um, does he have... Okay, I can't say that he is Holland in any way, shape, or form, but does he have some similarities Mm -hmm. to Holland? Uh, Obviously, he plays for Molde. Mm -hmm. Holland played for Molde. Uh, (laughs) He has gone absolutely insanely bold for Molde uh, in their elite Syrian win um, over this last season, scoring, like I think it's like 20 goal involvements in the last 22 or 23 games. Um, he wins the title, and then he makes his move to where he wants to go. Uh, and I, it obviously falls on the sadder news of Armando Broja being out for the rest of the season and maybe the beginning of next season with his ACL injury. So if Dr. Fofana is signed, uh, there's actually a good chance he gets, gets a little time. Um, but there's so much beyond this. Once we recap this world cup, maybe in a live, maybe in the next podcast, uh, that now we got to turn our sights to what Mm. the transfer window. Um, what's Ronaldo's call now? It's it's Ronaldo. He's going to stay in Europe now. I can guarantee you that Bretton. He's not really, I can guarantee you that after this game, knowing can we just make this, yeah, yeah, can we just make this sporting thing happen, please? (laughs) Everybody wants it. Except for maybe Benfica fans and Porto fans. And but Juvenil Maria, I don't just... know if he wants it. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, for that locker room. 
But I do believe that one day Ruben Emery will leave Sporting with a 30, mer- 30 million release clause being met because he is Fair a enough. bold manager. Very young too. But I like how you mentioned, yeah. I think Chelsea, man. I'm just going to say that. going to put this clip Oof. up. Ronaldo Chelsea. Christian Ronaldo Chelsea. Todd Boyle is having these conversations. Not with Judge Minch, but with Christian. I can say somewhere, that. O- somewhere Obama Yang is rolling his eyes. Ah, he should be if Grish goes there. But, like, I, I, I really believe that. I really believe there's a combo for that. But, people, yeah. put down below the topics that you want us to talk in the next week, okay? Because the football is coming back club level. We got Premier League finally back. Primera Liga was bold matches, like, that are happening. Sporting against Braga. Yep. Befica is finally back, so I love to see that. So, people, put down below what are the videos you want to see at the FC Wonder Kid channel. And, yep. again... And- if- if you're yeah. listening until now, please, man, don't forget to like this video, okay? We went bold in this podcast, and we are just asking for a like. Come on, one, two, three. Thank you for that like, okay? There it is. And and to recap what you started so eloquently, this uh, episode 85, wow, mm-hmm. uh, with... Uh, we're both wearing one, I believe, unless you took yours off. We're both wearing, uh, you know, these beautiful white FC Wonder Kid hoodies. We're giving away three. And whether it's the best moment, the best comment, the best moment of the World Cup, the best moment of the World Cup final, um, write, write to us what spoke to you about this World Cup in the comments. Um, we're going to pick three winners, and we're going to send one of these babies along to you in white, maybe in black, whatever whatever you like. But uh, it, these can be had if you want to buy one outright at fcwonderkid.com. But I'll tell you what. Uh, I know between you and I, Alex, um, you and I, you have been running yourself ragged this whole tournament. So I, I have to give you, uh, you know, a little bit of this. You can't really see what I'm doing, but I'm bowing down to you for the work you put in for this whole World's Cup. And I think everyone here can thank you in the comments section for everyone you put in there. I'd love to be putting in that same amount of time that you did. Um, and the hope is for us, not just at the end of this year, but in 2023 for us to expand. Um, and have more, more voices, more things covered. Um, but I I think it's always going to come back to you and I just uh, weekly. We're going to have our conversations about this, no matter how big you get, Alex, no matter how big you get, we're always going to come back to, um, having these wonderful conversations about the world of football. And my goodness, it's, it's bright. It's exciting. A lot of change ahead, but that last month, if that, if that didn't make any neutral out there, a football fan then I, I frankly you right. have an agenda against ever becoming a football <laughs> fan because exactly. that was so much fun um but i can't wait to read the read these comments and i um i had a, i had a lot of fun this last month man should love to see that man and you were here man and some of the predictions i'm sure we yes. got right so people you heard bretton please put those comments down below and if you comment might as well like it too So thank you people for going bold and listening until now. Episode 85.